0: Following is a presentation of Artisan Church in Rochester, New York. Today is the last Sunday of Growing in Faith Together 2.0, this revisiting of our capital campaign uh, experience from last fall, where we've been raising money to expand and improve our building in several important ways. And we've talked about it in a lot of different ways throughout this this. Uh, series. In the previous three weeks, we talked about the kids growing up. We talked about how we want to be more welcoming and accessible and inclusive in our physical structure. We talked last week about how um, together means that we, we're we impoverished when there are people who aren't represented in our community and also means that we can't get this done without everybody kind of working together on it. And I've shown you some some of the the plans uh, that, the, that our architect drew out for us. Thank you, Dan, for your great work, by the way. Give Dan a big hug and a round of applause and uh, a high five and all the accolades that you could because uh, he deserves them. And um, as much as, as as Dan has done a great job and we, we've seen those 2D, uh, two-dimensional building plans, I find that my brain doesn't... It's, sort of, it's just a couple of degrees too abstract for me. That's a... That's a um, Mixing of the use of the word degree, that's a very bad linguistic form. But um, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like you, sometimes you look at that floor plan and you go, I don't, I'll see it when it's here. <laughs> um, so what we wanted to do today is give you a chance to experience this somewhat in 3D. And um, by the way, if you're visiting with us today for the first time, this is, we're not always this weird in this particular way, so <laughs> come back next week for our normal weirdness. Um, but we're glad you're with us today and I hope that this will be meaningful to you uh, anyway. So what we've done is we've set up um, a little, uh, like a tour guide, if you will, in three different areas of the building. One just outside the sanctuary here, uh, who, uh, who's going to show us like what the new entrance is going to be like. And one who's going to be kind of in the hallway there, because that's going to be right where our, n- our new restrooms are going to be. So you get to see what that's going to be like. And um, you might even get to slosh out onto the, the grass for a bit and imagine what it would be like to be in a... A big single-use restroom stall that you can wave your arms around in and not touch the walls. And um, I don't know if I could, but most people could. And then one down in the children's wing. You heard Pastor Jesse say earlier that the kids are the two classrooms are combined. That is so that we can kind of sneak into the other classroom and and get a, a sense of what that's going to be like. And you've noticed the tape on the floors and the walls. There's some walls that are going to come down. You've maybe noticed some spray paint, which. Um, We can actually see again now. Thankfully we had some thawing and some rain and a little bit of shoveling and we can see out there. So here's what's going to happen. We're going to give you about six or seven minutes in each of those three places. We're going to go in three groups and you'll get to hear a presentation about what it's like. You'll get to see and and feel and touch, in some cases, the the space that's going to be changed and and I hope that will help you understand the way in which it will be changed. And then we'll gather back here Uh, for just a minute or two of of, uh, recap and, um, you know, the PBS Pledge Drive moment, right? So uh, get ready for that. That'll be really fun. Um, So let's see. We have three sections of seating, but they are not equally filled today. So why don't we have um, the back couple of rows from each, or maybe the back row or two of each go to this section, which is the least full. It doesn't have to be exact, but kind of get the groups roughly equal. And then um, we'll, we'll go around to each section, and uh, this section can start out here, this section can start out in the hall there, and this section can start out down in the children's wing. And I also am going to walk around with a little field recorder just so I can get audio of the presentations from each of the tour guides to put on the podcast later. So if you see me standing there like a reporter, that's what's going on. All right? So uh, you're... Go ahead, Ryan. Ryan. Okay, your, your tour guide will tell you where to go after you uh, finish with that particular section, all right? So, have at it. Yes, um, that's a good idea. So, Ryan Jones uh, right here is going to be the tour guide in the lobby area, and then Dowling will be the tour guide in the, um, the new bathroom space, uh, he's already there, and Dan will be down in the, in the kid's wing. There he is. Say hi, Dowling. <laughs> um, all right. So,
1: have fun. Maybe. So good morning everyone good morning, good morning. Welcome to the, the lobby station of your tour today okay. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about how our congregation is working to become a little bit more welcoming by adding some space here in our lobby So if you could imagine please uh, when our construction project starts somewhere probably towards the beginning of our construction project you'll see some work here in the lobby area and this glass wall right here is actually going to be taken out and slid roughly 12 feet straight forward. Roughly 12 feet. I may be off, okay? But you'll, just that alone, you can see how much more room it will give us. And then blowing out the far wall, we're gonna have a double set of doors to actually have an entrance into the, the um, our space uh, that's separated from the elements. And both of those doors will be on automatic openers. Um, so that folks can walk down an extended sidewalk through the opening. Um, And then right about just to the the right of our stairwell, there will actually be a usable coat closet right next to the front door. And there are some people who are very, very excited about our coat closet.
2: It's basically just me.
1: It's basically (laughs) just that one. Um, In terms of uh, the kitchen, we're working a little bit on the kitchen wall officially, um, and you'll see some new um, countertop and some open, some more accessible space for use in the kitchen. So if everyone were to turn and look back towards our um, TV monitor... I'd like you to just picture, we're already in this bigger, larger open space. From this point forward, right about where it says this month at Artisan, there will be a hallway, okay? So again, that's gonna give us a little bit more feeling of open space, and that hallway will lead to our um, doors to our single-use bathrooms, as well as the multi-purpose room that will be extended on the other side of the, the bathrooms, and you'll hear more about that in a bit. But if everyone's willing to risk a little bit of dampness, if you'd like to walk right out the exit door here for just a moment, I think I've got about a minute and a half or two minutes maybe, you can see some spray paint um, on the grass and you'll see just how far out our lobby is going to extend. Seating are our huge bushes, (laughs) right? So the church is actually, the wall is going to be pushed out. Okay, here's our coat closet. Here's our big nest of And then the second doorway, the first and second doorway will be right about, I don't know if that's a Japanese maple, um, headed right into the bush. So again, it may not look like much, but if you were to imagine the bushes not being there, um, it's actually a substantial amount of space. And before I have you turn around and go inside, I just want to bring up that it is our hope uh, that we have two, three, or four um, uh, handicapped parking spots right across from our entrance into the grass, okay, which would require city approval Here or so, Nope there. on the far it'll be on the far side cool. And that's what I have for you cool. So thank, thank you. you Right now where you are
2: is in our single biggest classroom And if you feel like it you can take a look on the wall and see the size of that room on our plans Uh, By the time we're done, every one of our rooms is going to be at least this big. This is about the size of our smallest room by the time we're done. Um, And if you peek through the door over here, you can see a group of remarkably well-behaved children who are not helping my example at all. They're supposed to be crazy and chaotic. But it gets very, very full in here. The energy gets very high. We make it work, but it is not easy. So what we are trying to do, of course, is make more room. What we did about five years ago is uh, bring our our sanctuary up to the size of community that we want to be in this place and what happened is that allowed more people to come and more people came and they brought more children and they made more children and the children kept getting larger I don't know why this happens but <laughs> I don't have kids of my own so it's confusing to me um, but this is now overloaded so this is the impetus for this whole project and the project has grown to be so much more than that but um, some little examples this here will be a wall But that wall's going away. We're going to capture all the space that's in the men's room and in this room and make another room roughly this size, which, again, will be our smallest room. This will be the size of the room for all our littlest ones, our little crawly ones. Rather than that little tiny room over there, they're going to have about twice as much space as they have now. And every room beyond that, for everyone that gets a little older and a little bigger, has a little more room. I'm going to pop outside now. I encourage everyone to join me. It's not that cold, I promise. (laughs) So you can see the orange paint on the ground suggesting where the new walls will be. You can see this is a big project. We're doing a lot of work. This is why we're concentrating so hard on raising the funds we are because this is not a small project. Um, I'm frankly impressed that we're doing it. It's, it's really impressive. So. We're bringing this wing out to match the other wing. You can see a line over here. We're still maintaining a portion of the courtyard because our courtyard is very important to us. Doing cookouts, having smaller gatherings. We're we're focusing it around our uh, commemorative memorial tree that we have there now. And then out beyond me, we've got some trees here. These three smallish, medium-sized ones. They are very old. They are getting very unsound and unsafe, and they weren't great trees when they were planted. So those three are coming down to sort of recapture some of this yard space that we're using. And then at the edge of our yard, we'll plant some more trees around that medium, smaller size to help us create a visual barrier for our kids, rather than having that in-between space where parents have to say, hey, please stay off the driveway, but I don't know what you're doing behind those trees. Well, the trees will be at the edge. So we're still gonna have a great, amazing yard space. We're gonna have twice as much room over here. We're still gonna have the courtyard space. Um, what i 'm looking at right where i 'm standing on right here is actually a folding divider so that we 'll have the ability to have this one giant room when we really need to let the kids let loose and or shut it down into two smaller spaces when we want more organized program each of these being as big or bigger than that room we were just in so I can answer any questions anyone has out here or in there but the next place you will all be going is to that restroom zone after this any questions anyone has What's this little guy over here? Here's the- the this is the little closet that holds the partitions when they're folded away. Push back, okay. Yep, this is a main hallway that'll lead down from that check-in space. When you go back out, glance at the little 3D pictures, you can see the tiny little hall we have now and how big the check-in area will be after we're done. Um, you're also welcome to just cut over here if you want to. But So this is a hall that leads back to the check-in space, twice as wide as the hallway we have now. Uh, not I twice, say- 50% wider.
1: Damn, it's so wide. But they could accommodate two people going past each other in <laughs>
2: wheelchairs at the same time. Wow. So, awesome. Like yeah. Unless anyone has any questions, the next zone for this group is the center area of the restrooms, dolling Thank you very much.
3: Uh, My name is Darling and I'm going to just show you uh, what the uh, restroom area is going to look like as well as our new multi-purpose room. So first of all there's going to be the hallway is going to be extended up to here and there's going to be another hallway that's going to come out this way and then right in here is going to be the hallway that's going to face the uh, single fixture restrooms. So in these squares that you see painted on the ground some of yours are already standing in them. Uh, it's gonna be uh, each one of our uh, single fixture restrooms, so you can see we have six here. Uh, and if you kind of walk in, some of you are already in them, but you basically see how much space you have. Uh, and uh, again, a person with a wheelchair will be able to uh, come into this restrooms fully rotate comfortably. People with uh, little children that need assistance to go to the bathroom will be able to come in here and help them as well. There will be uh, a child changing station in each one of these as well. So you have enough space to do all of that. None of these will be gender designated, so you just walk into whatever restroom uh, is available at the time. Basically, uh, there's also going to be a shower back here in one of the uh, in one of them, and I think uh, that will be really helpful for uh, if we start uh, doing more work with rain, uh, we can actually will be able to host families here and uh, they will be able to shower here as well. Uh, any questions about the restrooms? Nope. Cool. Uh, so then the hallway keeps going down this way, and you have a set of double doors here that's gonna open up into a new multi purpose room. Uh, and you can see that it's spray painted here, so it's gonna be uh, here in the back uh, wall of the restrooms and all the way up to here. Uh, so this room uh, will be available for basically any uh, group uh, gatherings like the youth group. Uh, our activities, uh, potlucks, meetings, and things like that. So this room will be available for that if needed. So it will serve any purpose that it's needed. Uh, So it's a a nice large space uh, for us to gather as a community. Uh, It will open up into the courtyard here. Uh, In addition, there will be another set of doors at the end of the hallway here that will open up into the courtyard as well. Uh, the windows will stay here. Uh, actually the light coming in from uh, the door here kind of flickers into the uh, into the sanctuary room, uh, kinda like giving us a little bit more light that since we're putting this hallway here. Uh, any questions?
1: So I'm thinking tiny kids chairs over there, big people's chairs in this room? So that
3: yeah, yeah. Yay! Yeah, this might be used during service. Yeah. Whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be
1: great to have a meeting space where you don't have to move a bunch of chairs to start yeah. the
3: meeting. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this room is going to be available for anything that's uh, needed, basically. Yeah. Well, for future, you mentioned something about
1: potlucks. Would this, you mentioned this as a possible place to eat. Will we no longer have food in there? Because I know that's also a big space over there that mm. could open Ooh. up with that sliding um. area. I don't know. What, what will be the designated space for us to have? The yeah, big, big DVD. community-wise Yeah, I don't know yeah, I don't know
3: And it's something that we talked a little bit about um, When we were looking at the accessibility of this room Like all of these the Stephanie kind of wading into the sign Like all these doors are kind of set up So that if she were to bring food up here, in here Or in there Or from out here to, into the sanctuary She will be able to kind of traverse this course uh, Without having to juggle too much things yeah.
1: Single stall, this is little but could be helpful. Is if they could, when you do the lock, it has the occupied mm. versus unoccupied or mm. vacant. That would be awesome so you don't have the random weird <laughs> uh, knocking <laughs> and they're like, oh, I'm in here. Knocking. And it's just awkward. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very much occupied. It's yeah. Definitely,
0: definitely Ooh. in the plan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the little lights look like the, the airline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about a big thank you to our tour guides. They did a great job. So I want to give you three key verses from the previous three sermons. I want to remind you of three key ideas that, that we're doing this project not because it would be kind of neat to have a nicer space, or not because it would be fun or um, any, any of those things. It's, we, we have very important... Uh, theological reasons for doing this project. Um, the first verse I want to remind you of is that verse from Numbers that said, your children shall be shepherds. Do you remember they were wandering in the wilderness and, and the older people realized they weren't going to get into the promised land and the children were going to leave, lead them in. I want to remind you that our children are going to be the shepherds of this community and so it's really important that, we've, that we uh, facilitate their spiritual formation now that's what all that stuff at the other end of the building is about, making their spiritual formation be uh, better and fuller and uh, easier to do at scale and all those things. The second verse, we should not make it difficult for people who are turning to God. And of course in the days when this, this was originally spoken, it was talking about Gentiles, but we could put any number of uh, people groups into that uh, spot in the sentence and it matters to us that people are not uh, experiencing difficulty in turning to God because of the physicality of our space. That's what our accessible entry doors are about. That's what our accessible and inclusive bathrooms are about. We should not make it difficult for people who are turning to God. And the third one from last week when we were talking about togetherness. When you're thinking of the body of Christ, the church, as one body with many parts, the eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. The head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. Notice the emphasis on, my emphasis on seem to be weaker. Sometimes people we think are weaker and we're, we're kind of patronizing to them in welcoming them. What we find when, we actually, uh, when they are gracious enough to enter into our community despite that type of posture is that we needed them all along and that we were impoverished by their absence and that we are enriched by their presence, and that the body is not dismembered, but more whole. And that is what we're trying to do here. We're trying to make uh, artisan a place where we can be more fully whole, as God intended for us to be. And so, I will remind you again that this doesn't happen without us really working hard to do it. We're making these specific plans. We've got them in 2D and now in 3D. We're going forward with this project, uh, but the more we can bring in prior to breaking ground, the easier the financing process will be, the the less likely we would be to encounter delays that we really don't want to encounter. Uh, And of course, as we receive these pledges over the next few years, we're hoping to get enough in that we can pay off the whole project and not have to add anything to our long-term debt load. Um, not have to have a larger mortgage payment, which in, inhibits our ability to do the types of ministry that we're excited to do. So I am going to ask you specifically to join this cause in the next week, by, by December 1st. Now, you know how this works. If you uh, forget or can't do it and you want to make a pledge or a gift on December 15th, we're going to accept the pledge or the gift, don't worry. But so that we can have a sense of where we're at Really want to, uh, I want to encourage you, if you've been on the fence about this, if you've been thinking about it, can I ask you and inspire you, hopefully, to conclude that process of discernment by the end of this week, to go to artisangrowing.com or to the Growing and Faith Together tab of the church app and to make your pledge of either a two-year or a three-year uh, commitment to give weekly or monthly during that time in whatever amount uh, is the one that you think is right for you and for your family. And of course, it's the end of year, uh, and many of you have uh, tax implications you're thinking about. This is a great time for a one-time gift as well, if you're able to do that. As I said, every dollar we get in now helps us with that financing process, which is, um, if you think, if you're about a house as an individual and you think that's a pain, let me tell you, it's a bigger pain when you do it as a a commercial entity, which is what we have to treat ourselves as when it comes to borrowing money for a building project. So uh, your upfront gifts do matter as well. And uh, as ever, if this is not for you, if you are not in a place to be able to do this or you don't sense a calling to do this, uh, I do not want you to feel like you are being compelled to do this or that you'll be a less important, important member of our community if you don't. Uh, my pastoral uh, care for you will not change one ounce. In fact, I won't know who's pledged and how much. That's just not something that I see. Um, there are other people who keep track of that for us. So... Um, I want to make space for people who are either visiting or who just aren't in that place just yet. But those of you who are committed to this place, uh, I want to ask you to be committed to this project as well and take us into the next uh, stage of our life together. Our giving manager would like me to ask you uh, to tell you one more thing, which is that you are, if you are already giving to the Growing in Faith Together campaign and you need to change your gift, maybe your income went up or down and you need to adjust that, uh, that can't be done through the websites that I've just given you, or the app. You need to email him directly. You can go giving at artisanchurch.com to make a change to your pledge if you need to do that. And Scott Cranfield would be happy to help you with that. Um, <clears throat> so, once again, please join the cause by December 1st, which is Saturday. And the last thing I'll say is there is a visual representation out in the hallway there. So if you're curious where we're at with the project, there's a, we, we don't do, like, boring thermometers Here, No, we have a very organic floral representation of our progress and it's around a a wreath. And there's one color of flowers that indicates how much of our pledges we've received and another color of flower um, that indicates how much giving has happened so far. So you know how much money we've raised and how much we expect to raise by the end of the campaign. And of course we want that second number to get all the way around 360 degrees around this wreath um, and you can be part of that. So I'm so grateful to each of you. Uh, for being here over these last several weeks and knowing that we're doing a capital campaign and continuing to come back to church anyway. It's been really great to be part of it with you and I'm honored to be uh, part of this community. I really, really am. So thank you for all your participation in that. All right, let's pray and then we'll have communion together as we conclude our service. God, thank you for this time together for a chance to envision and dream and become excited about the plans for making Artisan a more accessible and inclusive place, for making it a a place where our children can be spiritually formed uh, to prepare them for the time when they will become the leaders of Artisan Church. And uh, I pray that you would speak to each one of us and give us a sense of your leading and direction as to what our role should be with this project. Help us to be um, courageous and trusting of you When we make those decisions and to be part of something bigger than ourselves. Uh, We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Well, our band's going to come up and lead us in our last couple of songs. The communion table will be open for the rest of our time together. And I invite you to come and receive the grace that's on offer here at the table of the Lord. Take a piece of the bread, remembering Christ's body, which is broken for you. Dip it in one of the cups, which represent his blood, which is shed for the forgiveness of sins. We have several options at the table. We have both wine and juice. We have a regular bread and a gluten-free bread. And now, new today, we have a a completely sealed option for those who may have um, need of uh, uh, more... um, What's the medical term here? If you have an immunosuppressed condition, that would be the one that you would uh, need to use. And um, we're trying to be as inclusive as possible with our sacraments as well. But they are all, as you notice, laid on one table, the table of the Lord, And as you come to it, may it be an act of unity with each other and with Christians around the world who are doing the same thing today and who have done the same thing for centuries. Um, There'll be a member of our prayer team at the back of the room who would be happy to pray with you if you'd like to receive personal prayer during this time. Let's continue to worship God in song and sacrament and prayer. Amen. For more information, visit us at artisanchurch.com.